0: Hello everybody and welcome to the History Voyager. My name is Benjamin Kitchings. As always, there are a zillion podcasts out there. Thank you very, very, very much for listening to mine. This podcast was recorded 10 days ago and I haven't released it basically because I was waiting to see how the war in Ukraine was was going Um, before I released it. This is an anonymous person I met on the Ukraine subreddit. Um, And I just put out like a little blurb about how I wanted to talk to somebody from Ukraine about the war. And here we go. You're going to notice right off that he has a very cultured accent he almost sounds British very posh British at that right up until he starts talking about Eastern European places now I should say right off I don't know this man's name Uh, I know the name he gave me but he said it wasn't his name and honestly like when you look at it in the email email That's not an Eastern European name. So there's there's no way that that's really his name. Um, The podcast interview was short. Mainly because I didn't really know um, what was going to happen. And I figured that it was late there. It was like 3 in the morning there in Ukraine. And I figured that you know, he had other things to do other than talk to a podcaster. So I wanted to to basically get him to safety, or at least what I could do to do that. So anyway, um, that was my little preamble about the episode. The thing I want to say is that Apparently, what is going on in Crimea and in southeastern Ukraine is um, just devastating. Um, Of course, I'm recording this on March the 29th at approximately 5 o'clock p.m. uh, Eastern time. So I'm recording this part here, this introduction. So, of course, this, this is a fluid uh, situation, this thing with wars. Um, but um, I thought it was really important to basically put it out into the universe. Um, anyway, folks, um, something else I want to bring up is I finally figured out what I'm going to do about the Enlightenment. Deep dive that I've essentially been uh, promising you folks for quite a while now, actually. Um, and the reason why I've been waiting to to put it out, that is, the Enlightenment, is because I didn't quite know how to how to tackle it. I didn't quite know how to how to you know tackle something that I no longer believe we live in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do these little sort of mini podcasts kind of along the same lines as what I did for for the Spanish flu and the COVID stuff. And maybe I'm going to talk about in each one like why I don't really think we're in an, an in an era and time when the Enlightenment holds sway anymore. But anyway, enough about that. Um, so this is a just an anonymous person in Ukraine who you'll be able to tell is a male. Pretty well straight off. Um, okay, folks. Um, like I always say, um, I'm having a good day, and I hope you are too. All right. Bye bye. Okay. So normally I would do an introduction, but I feel like time is of the essence here. So, uh, but you're an anonymous person from Ukraine, um, and so how are things where you are?
1: Um. Well, let me tell you this. Um. An hour ago, there was an air alert in my city. So, yeah. That was. Uh, well, they didn't bomb anything. It was just, you know. Okay. Something pretty scary, honestly. So,
0: there was an air alert, but they didn't bomb anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you. Would you feel comfortable telling me? Are you. Are you where the serious fight for okay when I say serious fighting, um, I mean shelling are you, are you where the shelling is or no, or no
1: okay. um, I am from uh, well, I'm not going to say uh,
0: yeah, I want to make sure you're as safe as we can make this but shelling. okay yeah uh,
1: uh, well, let's just say that I'm far away that I am pretty safe as of now.
0: Okay. All right. Um. From your recollection, uh, just the whole thing of my podcast is talking to average people, just like normal average people about their lives and stuff. So, from your recollection, uh, when did this start? Like, when did you start to notice? Okay, this is not post twenty fourteen anymore.
1: Hmm. Well, I think I would say that uh, things started to get pretty spooky when uh, I would say the, uh, the summer of 2021 uh, would be the time when, you know, people started talking that uh, things started to escalate on the East, that Putin started to um, gather his gather his forces around the border
0: okay
1: and uh yeah, we didn't really think uh, back then that uh that situation might escalate to a war, but you know we only thought that this would going to be like you know a sure force of sorts
0: yeah um, so y- okay. So you yeah I um, think it was like Kazakhstan or like something like that like you weren't thinking uh Kazakhstan or what's the other country uh Chechnya yeah something yeah like that okay
1: well yeah um yeah we kind of you know we kind of expected put into you know um to recognize uh the states the LNR and DNR republics, um, but okay. we didn't I really know, think.
0: Okay, I know DNR is basically Donbass, but what's LNR?
1: Don- Donetsk. Uh, Luhanskaya Respublika. It's, uh, Luhansk People's Republic. It's Luhansk People's Republic.
0: Okay, thank you. All right. Um... So you thought he would recognize those republics and basically leave the rest of Ukraine essentially alone.
1: Yeah, that was a thought back then. Okay, it, okay. It didn't live up to its, you know, to its promise or whatever.
0: No. Somebody had told me uh I had a guest on my show he he's from there. He's from Ukraine as well. But but somebody said... He said that they had sealed off the northern border with Belarus. Um, hmm. So... Uh,
1: let me think. I don't really... Sealed up the northern border. Hmm.
0: Uh, sealed the border... Not with Russia, but with... There's a country I can't remember. Not Poland. Belarus? Belarus? Belarus. Be- Belarus, yes. Um. No. They didn't
1: seal up the border. I don't remember uh reading something about this in the news sources that I use, but Okay. I think I think relations with Belarus started to sour as well, so it it could it might as well have been happened. I don't really know. I can't yeah, I cannot yeah, confirm. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, so um Without getting into too specific details, uh, just for your own safety, um, what is your day like these days? Like, what do what do you, what's your day like?
1: Um, Mostly, I'm trying to help people uh, by volunteering to, like you know, um, making uh, camo nets for our army to use. Okay. Um, You know, it's. It's really not something I'm used to because you know I had a job uh, before this war, and uh, uh, let me say uh, that it was an international company, and uh, they pulled out eventually. So I kind yeah. of was left out of a job after that.
0: Right. I imagine you're not. I mean, so yeah. Like- that's a question like how do you okay this is gonna sound incredibly mundane or crass depending on how you (sighs) take it but if you don't have a job right now how i mean i guess the the bills you still have to pay your bills you still have to like your water your your well i still
1: have i still have some money Uh, on my account, on my my bank account, so I can live for some time, for maybe, I don't know, (laughs) a month. I guess I would would have to take uh, part-time jobs, something like that eventually, but I I don't know what
0: to do as of now, to be
1: honest. That's
0: that's so, I've not really thought about that. Like, Like, that's so crazy. Like, you have to during an invasion of your country, you still have to pay your power bill. You still have to pay. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, so, indeed. So crazy. Um, I notice. I mean, obviously, we're we're talking over the internet. Um, does it strike you as odd that Russia hasn't cut the internet yet? Well,
1: mm, we're living pretty far from uh, the. Where the most you know severe front line is, so I guess they didn't get to that yet, but yeah, um, yeah. you know it's always a risk it's always a risk
0: yeah 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 um so in your own words, can you tell me uh what you think Putin um what his objective is, or or whatever. I mean,
1: honestly, before war, I I kind of thought that uh, you know these uh, areas, Luhansk, Donetsk, and Crimea, they were uh, they were pretty much all he wants. But at this point, you know, hearing news about how he is deporting people from Mariupol, for example and uh you know deporting them to the furthermost uh, cities of russia it's it's something it's it's mind boggling it's something i'd never thought that uh russia that putin would try to pull an f what is basically an ethnocide on our country it's not something i thought of before yeah but uh, i think that is his uh, you know his objective in this war is to make Ukrainian nation no more basically to undone everything that um, we've achieved as a nation
0: yeah are you thinking about fleeing are you thinking about, uh, fleeing, or are you thinking about uh, going to Poland or <sighs> well I cannot
1: I cannot flee because you know as you may know um, man, uh, in an age group between eighteen and sixty, cannot uh, migrate, cannot escape, cannot evacuate from Ukraine. As of now, it's on, only basically reserved to, you know, female citizen and children, and and you know, elderly people. So I'm 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 basically stuck here, to be honest.
0: Oh God, yeah. Wow. And I don't
1: think, I don't really think they're going to make a change, even if uh, things turn sour.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, um, how is the, I mean, cause I've read conflicting reports. I mean, on the one hand, like Ukraine, you know, outside of Maripol or however you say that, how, how do you say the name of that city?
1: Mariupol, Mariupol. It's yeah,
0: Mariupol. Well, uh, you can just
1: Mariupol. Mariupol, Mariupol, kind
0: of like that. Ma- Mariupol, okay. Well, outside of there, uh, the war seems to be being fought at a stalemate. Seems like. Um, well, as
1: uh, I, as I read from yeah. the news. And I know that uh, not every news article that um, Ukraine might um, might post is, uh, well, it might not be as entirely truthful as it is. But as I'm reading, yes, uh, there is a stalemate that we're kind of pushing around Kyiv, for example. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm living far from there. I don't know what things truly are, to be honest.
0: Hmm. Do you have, uh, I guess, like, do you have friends um, in different parts of Ukraine, or?
1: I had, I had family members in Kiev. Um, okay. My aunt, for example, and her daughter. Thankfully, they. They've managed to evacuate to Czechia um, earlier, a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, that's pretty much. I I was mostly scared about them, but I al- was also um, my direct family members: my father, my mom, and you know, grandparents. Yeah. They. I'm not going to disclose a city name specifically, but they live pretty much. A little more than a hundred kilometers away from a front line, so it's pretty
0: it's close. still us. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty close. close. Pretty close. Um that's just uh have you heard anything about um the uh okay, when I was a kid, when I was a boy, the power plant um
1: from Zaporozhia, Zaporosia, Zaporizhska I'm sorry It, uh, from uh, well, nuclear plant, right? Yeah, You're talking yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. about yeah. Uh-huh. Um, oh God, the name just left. Um, Chernobyl. I mean, oh, okay, Chernobyl. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there
1: were some news um on Chernobyl, basically in the earliest days of war. Um, that Russians have occupied that area. Um, but I haven't really heard anything since then.
0: Okay. Do you... I mean... I heard he was going to rig it to explode. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound good.
1: That's That sounds really suicidal to them, to be honest, to do that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how to what right. to say about this, to be honest.
0: Right. It doesn't sound good. Um, but, um, I mean, it would, it would
1: be a major catastrophe, not for only Ukraine, but for, uh, for the Western parts of Russia and, uh, yeah. and the Europe, to be honest, it's, it's, yeah. it's a very bad thing if it, if it ever happens.
0: Right. Right, um. So, so you you think you're, so you you told me like you're you're basically stuck. Um, do you see, do you see that Putin or the Russian forces would leave, or that they would be forced out, or?
1: Mm, well, personally, I think. Um, I, I don't really know. I have some, mm, I have some Russian friends that suggest that Putin would still try to apply pressure as much as he can. And that's what I've heard. Um, uh-huh. I don't know if he has enough, you know, enough strength to pull this off for a long. Yeah. But uh, I really hope he does pull out because. You know, yeah. if, if this goes on, the casualties are going to skyrocket.
0: Well, I mean, um, I I don't see how he... He doesn't have the force to hold it, I don't think. Not um, really, not,
1: not, not only really. that, and I think yeah. not only that, but also Ukrainian citizens are not going to take kindly to his... Um, whatever he's going to do, he going to install a puppet government, for example, maybe that's most likely what he's going to be if he ever um, finishes the invasion. It's going to be, I would say, something like what was in Chechnya in a sense that people are going to partisan their way through the war, nevertheless, even if mm. our army would be destroyed. Yeah. So it's going to be a lose lose scenario for them. No matter if they win or lose in a war. I I just don't don't see a reason why he still continues to do that.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean I, I think you know I, I know somebody uh i know a, a few people from eastern europe and and they seem to think that he's distracting the russian people from things going on with them mm. so yeah
1: yes uh in um, slavic languages we have um, a phrase uh Which basically sounds like маленькая победоносная война, and it translates to a little splendid war. Uh, It's (laughs) uh, it's something that came from uh, Russian Japanese war back in twentieth century, and basically, yeah, it's what you said. It's a war that is waged because. the leadership needs to divert attention from their pro- internal problems to a war that they think they would easily win. I
0: mean, yeah,
1: I yeah. think that is that is what's happening right now in Ukraine. It didn't really it didn't really go well for him, but uh, I guess he thought that he would easily. Finish this war in, like uh, a lot of Russians said, a couple of days they would be in Kiev. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, like, do you think? So, what was Ukraine like before the war? Like before, before now? Um,
1: back in my childhood, I would say it was. Pretty unstable still, but as far as I remember, it was mostly just, you know, there was nothing serious going on. We even, even in school, at school, they taught us with pride that we were the only country in post Soviet, post Soviet country that uh, wasn't touched by any wars. Um, (laughs) And right now, right now, it's kind of ironic thing to say, but you know. Right. Um, yeah. And you know, uh, right before the war, it was still it was still you know, very, very it was a nice experience, I would say. It's not perfect country to live in, but it's much better than it is
0: now. So, Well, I mean, I've noticed that you uh, you speak English fluently. I even thought you were British at first. Um, (laughs) In fact, if you you know honestly, you it's only when you start talking or speaking in, I guess, uh, Slavic that you actually sound not British. (laughs) So yeah. Well,
1: I I extensively uh, learned English at school um it's mo- it was mostly self taught but
0: yeah
1: mm, we've learned a lot of english uh, i mean if you've talked with some ukrainian uh, citizens on your podcast you know that mm, a lot of ukrainians yeah. uh learn english uh at uh, back in school so, well from school so they kind of know how to talk English, how to speak
0: English. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've talked to folks all over the world um, who have English not as their first language, and that's one of the things that I notice, is that people all over the world can speak English very well. Um, that I, You know, but... Um, so... If Putin leaves Ukraine, what are what are your plans?
1: Well, as I as I know, um, our president Zelensky he is uh, trying to um, he's trying to uh, he's trying to join uh, European Union. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my plans is to move um to europe when all of this is over oh yeah well <laughs> you know it, it's something logical because, <laughs> because uh, i don't think uh, the post war time would be you know a good time it's 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 still going to be very hard to live in ukraine after the war is over no matter if we uh, win or
0: lose I would imagine, I mean, you know, um, I I would imagine, um, so, you know, there's a lot I really want to ask you about your town, but I don't want to be specific, so.
1: Well, you can ask in, you know, generic terms, I guess.
0: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Okay, well, all right, let's let's do that. Would you say that your city is a small city or, or not?
1: No, it's 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 a big city.
0: Okay, big city. All right. Are there um So when the war I well, how long we've we been doing this? Like 4 weeks, 3 weeks. So I guess in the first days of of whatever this is going to be called, uh, how did you notice right away that you're you're at war?
1: Oh, yeah, I remember. I was, uh, it was, I think it was 5 a.m. at the morning, and my mom called me on the phone, and she said, "Um, you know, we are at war with Russia. I've just learned from news. She said, Um, And I was like, it it was a shock. It was very much a shock to me. And I think I spent most of that day just, I don't know, sitting, thinking about everything. Like, I don't know, most of my life, I think, uh, went right before my eyes. I was thinking, what would it mean for my future
0: this war. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, I, I would imagine. No, it, it's, it's odd. I talked with a young man from Serbia. Uh, uh-huh. Bosnia. 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 All right. And uh, he was convinced that his country was going to go to war. He hmm. was convinced they were going to go to war with the Russians.
1: I mean, I guess yeah. maybe eventually, if Russia is allowed to go past Ukraine, maybe that would happen, but I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I don't know what to think. I don't, know what, I don't know what is in putin's mind. So I wouldn't really yeah. predict. I can't predict what his next plans would be.
0: I don't think. Really, anybody can
1: at this point, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think people, I don't think that's a known commodity. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really don't. Um, yeah, I just, well, I want to thank you, um, for coming on. Um,
1: oh, it's think, th- thank you for calling me on this show. On this no. podcast
0: I mean you know I don't know I was just sitting I just had a podcast and I was I was talking to somebody else Like a friend mm-hmm. of mine And I was thinking You know I really would like to get Somebody to tell me like what's Happening Right on the ground And you know So <laughs> <laughs> Um well yeah
1: I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't really speculate what is going on uh well I can I think I can tell you what was going on um uh, from the words of my aunt when she was living in Kiev um she okay. told me it was it was pretty much a nightmare. Most of the most of their days that they were there, uh, most of their days, they were running uh, back and forth to um, to um, how do you call it a s- uh, safe space, like mm. Mm, to to hide from the bombings that were going on. Okay. That's what we that's what we were they were doing um yeah. most of their days that they spent in
0: Kiev. Yeah.
1: It was uh, yeah. by her own words the worst thing she you know she experienced in her life. Yeah. And I I wouldn't doubt that for a moment.
0: Not for a moment. No, I wouldn't doubt that either. Um let me see. Um. But anyway, like, um. It's just you know. Um. So, what would you like to tell the American people? Uh, about this war, about about what's going on.
1: Well, I don't know. I uh, like I spent a lot of time on internet talking to other. You know. Uh, Western citizens Americans Europeans etc and uh, they they pretty much know what is going on here but I don't know they they are trying to help us but it's like I don't know I know that they they are scared uh, that you guys are uh worried about. Um the possibility of nuclear war if yeah. you would try to um yeah. you know put your troops in this country um but uh i think that's uh, that's mostly uh, well yeah I know that putin is um Unhinged at this point, it's pretty much a common knowledge But I believe that nuclear threat is mostly a bluff because um, It it takes a chain of command to uh, Put put an order like he doesn't have a button magical button there uh, by his Hand or whatever to just press it and launch the nukes. He has to pass it over to his subordinates and I think sane people would refuse to press the button. And I believe that a lot of uh, there are still people in Russia who are very much sane and who would not dare to, you know, destroy the whole world, world, uh, for Ukraine. I, f- I think that's kind of, oh, yeah. you know, that's, that's an insanity would be. That would be an insanity for them to do so. I, I hope you're
0: right. Um, I hope you're right. I, I really do. Um, but, you know.
1: I mean, um, I pretty much hope that this nightmare would, would be over. Well, I wouldn't say quickly, but, you know, yeah. At this point, we're already almost a month in this conflict. I don't know how much time w- would this yeah. still go on for. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I, I you know, I know that uh, the US has sent aid to Ukraine. Yeah, uh, yeah. And there's, like, javelins and just, um, yes,
1: but great. Ukraine yeah. needs something to deter Russian Air Force. Uh, I believe that it, this is paramount. Without that, I think we cannot push forward. They are going to bomb our our cities to the ground as they are doing right now. And without a deterrence to that, I think it's it's like... It's a stalemate. It's a war of attrition at this point. And we're not... Get, I don't think... I hope that we win, but we have much less uh, man to fight in this war than Russia. So I don't know how this is going to end hmm. Without without such help from Western countries.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much why I wanted to talk to you right now because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow.
1: <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody knows. Like,
0: no. Nobody knows. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, okay. I just hope um, that
1: we going that I'm going to, you know, live another day and. Hopefully, I'm not going to end up impoverished on the streets eventually, but...
0: Yeah, that's terrible. All right. Um, I know it's got to be late over there. Um, I'm sure you're busy. <laughs> uh, thank you. All right. Just no, thank, thank, thank,
1: thank you. Thank you, too.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just give me one second, please. Okay. Thank you.
1: Thank you.